We love film and family, tech and travel. We like our plates full, we'll sleep when we're dead, and we'll spend our last five bucks on the best meal in town. He's the why and the what, and I'm the how and the when. We're a perfect team and a party of three, and we're doing big things trying not to sweat the small stuff. And this is the whole story. December 1st, 2021. We had to move out of our apartment before leaving Germany at the end of November. Our visas were up, so we had to get out, leaving our visa extension applications abandoned after waiting for the German authorities to process them for over three months. This was problematic on its own, but the real reason we had to give up our apartment entirely and deregister from Germany was because of Ellis's schooling exemption. If the Germans thought we were still living in Germany, we could be fined thousands of euros for not sending our kid to school. Even though we had a temporary exemption, and even though we could prove we were going home to the States for four months. So we packed up. We got a storage unit in Dusseldorf, disassembled racing sims, and separated clothes into what we needed at home in the States for four months, and what needed to go home with us for a somewhat certain, but always still uncertain plan of what would happen when we came back. Trophies. Storage. Legos, storage, but going home to the States for four months to live in a high-rise apartment on a short-term lease where you're going to pay $1,800 a month to rent furniture for, some things were left up to question. How much of our clothes do we really need or want? Ellis wants to have his VR headset. We have some gifts we've bought for people. What if we don't actually ever come back to Germany, so maybe I just need to take Ellis's 14 hoodie sweatshirts with us just in case? So... I packed three cardboard boxes and a large piece of luggage, full of things that needed to ship home. I sent the first box, mostly filled with clothes, as a beta test, from Germany to Rebecca's house in Jersey City via UPS. Would it make it? What condition would it be in when it got there? If it never made it, okay, I could live with that. Ellis would only have like 29 other hoodies to choose from. Box number one was a success. So... I sent two more boxes, still mostly containing clothing, toiletry items, random household things that didn't go into storage and weren't essential to have in New Jersey but didn't seem worth throwing out. I packed the boxes, labeled them, filled out the customs paperwork, pre-printed my labels, and brought everything directly to the main UPS depot in Dusseldorf. Not a UPS drop-off center. Not the post office. I was avoiding all potential shitstorms that might bedraggle my international shipping plans. The woman at the counter was the same woman who helped me with the first box. Not particularly sunny or kind, but thorough and exacting in a singularly German way, which at this moment I actually appreciated. Passport check, document check, everything affixed to the box, shipping label, customs forms, duplicates, all of it. Honestly, it was one of only a handful of moments in the past two years when I truly appreciated the German affection for severe and utter rule-following. Three boxes delivered successfully to Jersey City, New Jersey from Dusseldorf, Germany. I probably wouldn't need half this shit when I got there, but when you're a person who makes intercontinental moves two times a year from one semi-permanent residence to another after leaving your apartment of 10 years and selling your car, if you need three boxes of shit shipped to the other side of the planet to make you feel better, so be it. Okay, now that I had a successful experience three times over, it was time for the full Monty. One large, teal-colored, hard-case piece of luggage. Contents. VR headset. Computer components. 
gifts collected over the course of the season for friends at home, some camera gear, Ellis's Hans device, a $1,200 neck brace used for car racing. We had found out that Bahrain, where we were headed after Dubai for the grand finals, was apparently super strict on electronics and certain camera gear coming into the country. So, first of all, I didn't want to have to schlep another piece of luggage from Germany to Belgium to Dubai to Bahrain to America. We already had like five bags, I think. If I didn't have to. And I certainly didn't want to risk getting all the way to Bahrain and be told that I couldn't bring this giant luggage full of prohibited contents, most of which we didn't even need in Bahrain. We were just trying to get home to the States. What would I do with it then? So why not ship it straight home? The shipping fees were the same or less than the baggage charges, and it was one less thing to travel with. I prepared and printed my shipping label, my customs forms. I had done this with three other boxes already, so easy peasy, right? I went to the same depot the day before we were scheduled to leave our apartment for a quick stop in Belgium before flying out of Amsterdam. It was raining, of course, and there was a bit of a line. I waited patiently outside with my bag. When I entered, my lovely, stern German Frau was nowhere to be seen. Instead, and I hate to be judgy, but really, two dippy, despondent, and inattentive 20-somethings sat behind the counter. She took my passport. She took my luggage along with the shipping label and duplicate copies of my customs forms. Slipping all of the documents into a single plastic pouch, she affixed it to the front of the bag and sent it down the wheelie track, disappearing through some black plastic flaps and a snap. Alles gut, she said. Okay, danke, I said. In that exact moment, I knew subconsciously, or even consciously, that she had put the customs docs in the same pouch as the shipping label. The other lady had separated them two pouches. Without an apartment here in Germany or in the U.S. at the moment, we were completely nomadic. We headed to Belgium for a visit to ERA and flew out of Amsterdam. In a moment of COVID clusterfuck, we realized on our way to the airport that you needed a COVID test from your country of departure. So even though we all had PCR tests in the right window of time here in Germany, which is just over an hour's drive from the Netherlands, We were now scurrying to pull together an airport rapid COVID test to the tune of $100 a piece before boarding. Awesome. And then we were in the air to Dubai. A week of vacation at a resort-style hotel reminiscent of Disney's Polynesian Resort. Warm weather, sun, a breakfast buffet to die for, and nothing to do for six whole days before heading to Bahrain for the grand finals. The Whole Story is a podcast about my family's journey to follow Ellis's singular passion during a global pandemic. The episodes are audio recordings of the journal I've been keeping since the day we left home in 2020. To learn more, follow The Whole Story on Instagram and visit our website, elysium.co. And remember, life is good, life is hard. These two truths are unrelated. You know you drive me crazy. You know you drive me mad. But I could never live a day without you